award-winning Tennessee Wildcast is on the air with the latest on hunting, fishing, boating, wildlife watching, and all things outdoors. Make welcome your host, drummer and outdoor expert novice, Jason Harmon. Hello, everybody, and welcome to this edition of Tennessee Wildcast. We're glad you're tuning in. Thanks for watching, for listening. we got a great show lined up for you today. I'm excited to be... Uh, out in the field uh, for this show, we're at the Arch Academy, and we're going to learn all about that today. Uh, Mr. Barry Cross is helping me co-host. Thank you for jumping in I'm for Don. Glad, glad to be here. I'm, I'm hoping I uh, don't mess anything up for you today. <laughs> this is all to be fun, though, really. This is a, a good show and, uh, and an important uh, topic that we're going to be talking about. So yeah. I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, I'm excited. It's a, it's a, We've already got the tour of the Academy here, and we're going to learn all about this Arch Academy today. Uh, Don is on special assignment. So he'll be back uh, in a few weeks, but uh, we're going to jump right in and and learn about uh, the folks that are joining us today, or we're joining them. We're on their turf today, but Mr. Dean Porterfield, the executive director of Arch Academy, and Kenny Davis, the primary therapist here. Glad to have you guys. Thank you. Thanks for having Glad us. to be here. Yeah, Thanks for coming Thank out. You. So. Um, you gave us a tour of the place. We got to walk around for a little bit and check right. it out and appreciate that. But uh, we're going to dive into what this place is all about. But first, I want to learn about you guys, yeah. uh, learn about uh, who you are, what you do, and, and what you like to get into outside of the office. But uh, we'll just start with Dean. All right. Appreciate it. Um, Dean Porterfield, Executive Director here at Arch Academy. Been with Cumberland Heights, which is a uh, Arch Academy is Adolescent Recovery of Cumberland Heights for 12 years. Been working in the uh, industry for eh, going on 25 years. Okay. Primarily with working with adolescents uh, struggling with primary addiction, co-occurring disorders such as anxiety, depression, those kind of things. Mm. Prior to coming to Arch Academy, ran an outdoor program for about 10 years. So, yeah. So it's a it's a this campus is is uh, been a dream of of many people and and a huge investment from the uh, Middle Tennessee area. So. Mm. So no stranger to the outdoors. No stranger to the outdoors. Grew up on a dairy farm in southern West Virginia. Okay. So spent my time, plenty of time fishing, and 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 still do when I can. And uh, yeah. milking cows. Yeah, milking cows, dairy cows. <laughs> now it's turkeys. Now it's turkey farm. <laughs> oh really? Okay. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Do you get home much? I'm actually next week headed home for the uh, West Virginia State Fair. So oh, see my family and. It's been a tradition of ours for years, so show dairy cattle. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Have some a niece and nephew who are showing sheep, so yeah, awesome. love it. That's awesome. a love that's it. a big deal, especially here in Middle Tennessee with right. the state fair and things going on here oh, too, yeah. coming up Absolutely. pretty soon. Uh so Kenny, tell us about yourself and what you do for for Arch. Yes, sir. Very grateful to be here. My name is Kenny Davis. I'm a primary therapist here at Arch. Um, I have my own journey with uh, recovery, and uh, as I was going through uh, treatment myself, I felt kind of you know called to the cause to help out uh, other people that suffer from the same disease that I suffer from. So in 2017, I hired on to our main campus, Cumberland Heights. Uh, and I've worked there for four years, and I came over here to work with the adolescents for the last year. So it's been great. Awesome, awesome. Yeah, that's pretty cool to, to know that you've been through some of this, the same stuff that these kids are going through. Absolutely. And, and able to minister to them and help them out. Absolutely. Yeah, I think that's That's a cool. huge part of it. Well, um, so let's dive into what ARCH is all about, what it is, and uh, and learn a little bit about it. So, Dane, you want sure. to cover that? Yeah, absolutely. So actually, the uh, youth component of Cumberland Heights has been around, gosh, I, I believe around 37 years. So, um, and I've been part of that for the last 12 years. We're a nonprofit. 
Um, started out on our main campus, which is the River Road campus, about probably 20 minutes from our current location here in Pegram, Kingston Springs area. Okay, yeah, so folks that don't know, right here in Middle Tennessee, yeah. not too far from Nashville. Yeah, absolutely. And tucked, right on, tucked right, right off out here in the middle of nowhere, you <laughs> don't know where we are. Exactly. <laughs> it's exactly. Uh, beautiful out it's, here. It's, it's, it's gorgeous, and uh, actually we're right on the Harpeth. We actually own mm -hmm. down to the, to the banks of the Harpeth, not very accessible from our property, but... Uh, Anyway, my, uh, our CEO and, and my supervisor came to me a few years ago and said, you know, what if we were to create um, an adolescent campus separate from where we're at? And, and our, our location was great, and we, we, it was a great place for people to heal, but let's do something more. Um, and so this idea of Arch Academy came about, and uh, in fact, we did our brainstorming in this, in this very room. It used to be a bed and breakfast, and uh, as we kept dreaming and, and, and conceptualizing what this would be, it kept it just kept growing. Mm -hmm. And uh, so primarily we serve adolescent males age 14 to 18, um, struggling with substance abuse um, is, is the primary um, issue they come to us with, but underlying circumstances might be anxiety, depression, grief, a lot of um, trauma, um, what we call everything from intergenerational trauma or witnessing their friends pass and mm. and things like that so it's mm -hmm. a it's a population that um that really needed a a place to come to and we found this um actually jay crossan who is our ceo found this place was just looking around for a a, a program for for uh, one of our other um branches and said you know maybe this this is it yeah and uh so our board our, our board was gracious enough to to give us the green light and the goal was to kind of take more of that kind of clinical setting that you get with tradi traditional um, adolescent or, or substance abuse treatment and pair it with that outdoor background I had from mm -hmm. the wilderness program or yeah. the outdoor therapeutic piece knowing the impact that that would have. Now, I was going to ask you how important is that that outdoor aspect of healing? Yeah, I it's, mean, it's huge. I mean, it's, it's, I mean kids I've worked with well, young men now that I've worked with, you know, 10, 15 years ago, you know, they come from, from all walks of life. And, and especially if they haven't experienced the outdoors, man, that's part of their life now. It's a coping mm -hmm. strategy. It's a new, it's a new high. Mm -hmm. um, you know, our goal is to replace um, whatever these, these guys are struggling with, with something that's productive, healthy. Um, and uh, yeah, I mean, it's, it's, it's engaging. The thing I love about just the outdoor component is that regardless of what background you come from, socioeconomic background, whatever, nature's fair. Mm. Right? When it rains, if you're out there, mm. we all get wet. Yeah, right. And so right. it's an equalizer. And, it, right. and it's also a spiritual connection. So uh, it's, it's a good way of teaching using nature and outdoors? Absolutely, absolutely. And these guys will come here just so angry at the world mm. and then you know they'll, they'll spend the times where they're out on our ropes course or zip line or you know our fly fishing program and and uh there's just a new sense of calmness and and no social media no cell phones mm -hmm. uh so it's also a a digital detox as well and wow. uh you just you just it's a huge difference from a, a kid who came in you know the first week to to what you see when they leave and they they love you know visiting and staying in touch and one of the things um arch academy was built by alumni 
by by individuals like Kenny who who have a, went through the program or or went through some sort of recovery or have had a family member. What we know about addiction is it's a family disease. Mm. So if we can get these kids at this age, man, we can impact a whole generation and future generations. They are the catalyst to, yeah. to that change. So. Well, you you were talking about uh, some things earlier. We were discussing a few things as we were touring around and and thinking about how quickly this academy has grown and how big it's become yeah. and and the fact that you have those donors who have been through the program how successful yeah. they've been yeah. you know if it wasn't for this they yeah. probably wouldn't have been a successful individual yeah. and been able to give back like they have absolutely no i mean that's that's and you'll see that all through cumberland heights it's like anytime i put out a need or or you know um ask for support it's it's always there mm. not not just the and and those who can't give you know at at, at the same level financially they show up and they, they, you know, whether it's our kids get Christmas stockings, they get, you know, whatever we need. And and, yeah. and that's actually how this, this fly fishing program came about is, is you know, Kenny mentioned it. And, uh, and, and I pushed in a little further and said, you know, if you could create a curriculum or, or something that would, um, because it just made perfect sense that this ties with recovery. I mm. mean, and he, he, he can be more specific about that. But... It was within, I tossed the idea out there, and then we had sponsors jump on board, and, 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 and Kenny can, can give nod to those folks, and including you all. And um, we, had, <laughs> we, we had the funding probably within a week and a half wow. um, to, to get it started, and, 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 you know, and, and we still have folks that are reaching out and, and mm. wanting to be part of it and excited about you know, what we're doing with these guys out here. But we're literally um, amazing staff. Um, it's, a, it's, it's not an easy job, if you can imagine, you mm -hmm. know, having uh, anywhere from 20 to 30 teenage adolescent males <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> in, in one area. But we have the nature. We have the outdoor piece. We have equine therapy. We have pottery. We have yeah. so we so music therapy, uh, art therapy. So, man, we're going to throw everything at them and, and see what sticks. And, and uh and fortunately, they you know they find some serenity they've they've missed out on for a while. So one of those things that sticks is fly fishing therapy. <laughs> absolutely, <laughs> well, absolutely. You know, can you tell us about that and tell us how, uh, why you're so passionate about that? How this kind of came about to add fishing as part of this therapy? Absolutely. So uh, for me in my personal journey with uh, fly fishing and recovery, my father actually taught me when I was about six years old. And then uh, later on through my life, um, he left my family. Mm. And that was, you know, part of the catalyst that led me into substance use. So for a long time, I was mad at fishing. I was mad at, you know, him and mad at the world and all those kind of things. And I remember uh, we went to Maggie Valley, North Carolina. Mm. And I did get a day license, just so you know. And uh, <laughs> uh, I actually uh, proposed to my wife. Her name's Maggie as well. So, oh, wow. Yeah, it was pretty, uh, pretty special. But my, uh, my stepdad at that point uh, bought me a fly rod. And I was nervous because I hadn't fly fished in so long. So I remember stepping back into that, into that river and feeling that, you know, that cold water and that temperature. And it, it just came back to me. Mm. And the whole world was just like, peaceful for a moment and I was like oh yeah I remember this mm -hmm. and it, it deeply impacted me and it deeply infect, uh, affected me uh, in a positive way sure. so I knew that um, getting this to 
especially adolescents, um, it's something that, you know, you're planting the seed and it's a lifelong uh, pursuit that, that you can do. You know, if it's cold outside, you can go tie some flies or whatever. If it's raining, you can do the same. Uh, you can research bodies of water that you like to fish. And um, I knew that that part, you know, nature for me is, uh, just like uh, Dean said, it's a great equalizer. And it, re it really rewards that humility and that approach and that, that stillness and that quiet. And just like we were talking about, you know, cast after cast, you're not getting it right, you're not getting it right, and you're practicing and you're practicing. And it's cool to hear these guys redefine that notion of success in fishing is not just catching a fish. It's, right. it's that practice and practice and practice. So, Because when you get it right, it's like, man, oh, man when you get what it right. a day. Yeah, yeah. what yeah. a day. Yeah, that's oh. awesome. So, uh, I mean, when when you talk about fly fishing, is there something specific about that that uh, uh, resonates with the kids? I mean, or how do you teach through that? Well, you know, to all the fly anglers out there, I don't think I have to talk about that spiritual component to, you know, and, and there's there's nothing wrong with, you know, more passive forms of fishing, you know, catfish fishing or whatever that is. Mm -hmm. um, but just that active form of fishing where you you must be connected, you must be aware, you must you know consider all these things that are going on around you and be aware of your environment uh it really forces you to to practice those things so mm -hmm. for me there's just something spiritual about it and i don't know how how to explain it but i know the other flying anglers know exactly what i'm talking about mm -hmm. what, do you, what do you see with the kids when they when they get a fly rod in their hand and, and you start trying to instruct <laughs> i mean it can be frustrating but what do you yeah. see absolutely um the first time that we went out, we actually had about um, two months. We got uh, our donation from Trout Unlimited, and we got some gear, and we spent a lot of time on the basketball court that we showed, and um, they were able to practice casting. So the first outing we went to, we had kids that had, you know, two or three months of experience in, mm -hmm. in casting, and um, it was pretty smooth, I mean, considering, you know. Mm -hmm. and, and now we go out more often, and we have to do a little bit of on-the-fly training. Um, that's a pun. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> I call it <laughs> on the fly, yeah. But it also it rewards that uh, that notion of perseverance. And no, this is not easy, you know. I mean, we have spinning rods down in the basement too, and we could go that route. But this is not an easy form of fishing, and that's part of it. It's part of uh, the perseverance that it takes. So you find a kid sitting on the bank. You know, I try to police the bank back and forth and make sure that um, everybody's still having a good time. And he's sitting there, and he's he's all bummed out. And then. Uh, you know, showing him, hey, let's try this. Let's, let's take this approach. Let's cast right there by that spot. See what you get. And then to have him hook up and, man, it's uh, it's moving. Mm -hmm. You know, take, mm -hmm. a, take a kid fishing, you won't regret it. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I've, I've said that a lot of times. It's a, it's a special place to be out there with a kid and see them catch their first fish. Or, Absolutely. You know, no matter how old they are, to see somebody catch a fish, it's fun. Mm -hmm. it, it, I can yeah. see that therapy. And I'm, I think back to some of the other programs around Tennessee, like the Casting for Recovery, you know, breast mm -hmm. cancer mm -hmm. folks or women who have been through that, that uh, find that as a, you know, exercise and therapy for them. And uh, it's yeah. pretty amazing what fishing can do. Absolutely. Yeah. And you, you talked about sponsors earlier. You had people that mm. stepped up to the plate. Yeah. Um, who, who, uh, helped out with uh, getting this going. Absolutely. So uh, the Music City Trout Unlimited helped out with some some funds on the front end. Uh, Blake Parsons, uh, he really helped us out there. Uh, we work with a retreat center called Rowwood Retreat Center. Mm -hmm. uh, they're about 20 minutes, uh, I guess, south of here. Mm -hmm. um, and they were affected by some flooding in 2010, obviously. And then a couple years back, too, they were affected by some flooding. So we 
go out there provide service to help them kind of clean up some of the stuff that they're working on and in turn you know they let us um come out there pretty much any time that we want to and as long as we're you know we're very respectful clean up the environment right. any trash we find you know uh, pick mm-hmm. it up and it's been really really helpful uh the other one of course is you guys mm-hmm. um you guys provide one year license for these kids of all species of fish and i'd love to see uh a lot of them come back and fish Tennessee because, you know, we have, my understanding is the highest number of, um, of fish species in any mm-hmm. landlocked state. So right. um, mm-hmm. hopefully they'll come back and, you know, maybe catch some yeah. trout is yeah. what I'd like to see yeah. them catching. So they have mm-hmm. trout stamps and everything. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. It's a, div- a very diverse state and a lot of fun places to fish. Uh, like you said, I'm very thankful to our foundation for their support in this Absolutely. program. We couldn't do a lot of things without Absolutely. them. They they help out in a lot of ways that, that the agency can't directly, but uh, providing that opportunity for those kids to and, and the and the Arch Academy not to incur that cost is is amazing and get them out there. Yeah. Uh, so trout. Why trout? Is that can you can you chase other things yeah no yeah i mean and we're not necessarily uh fishing for trout in the harpeth river in sure, the summer, right. but yeah um i think trout are just like that um that that fish that mm. every fly fisherman wants to, to hook up on i mean obviously there's other you know larger trophy fish too but something about a you know a nice 14 inch rainbow trout just does it for me all day long <laughs> yeah know? well i i'm i'm the i'm the warm water side of things yeah. so if i get a small mouth that's 14 inches yeah i'm i'm in i'm in my happy place Salivate. so um <laughs> Not only do you teach them how to fish, but you teach them other aspects of the of the trout, mm-hmm. uh, or of the fly fishing game, Absolutely. don't you? Yeah. And what do you do? So we have, uh, I think it's a six-part curriculum. We do, uh, obviously, basic casting. Uh, we do a whole, you know, session of just knots, and I think that's a huge part of it, too. I mean, mm-hmm. every fly fisherman knows that if you don't know your knots, uh, you're going to have a bad day. <laughs> yeah, it's going to be a very uh, frustrating day. Um, not to mention conservation, not to mention identifying fish species, not to mention, you know, uh, safety around the river and other species you might run into, snakes and all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, fly tying, I don't know if I said that. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've been doing, uh, really focusing on that over the last month uh, and stepping up on that. So um, I think that's I think that's it yeah. that we got going on right now. Yeah, and fly tying for me, that's that's a wintertime thing for me, that mm-hmm. tie up a bunch of stuff and then I hope that I can get something to bite what I've what I've created but um, I mean that's really uh, kind of meditative isn't it absolutely and that's a huge uh, you know we met a kid earlier and we're ta- I was talking to you about how he didn't necessarily love the uh, fishing aspect of it but he really connected with the process and the structure and the art form of fly tying you know to mimic uh, a living creature mm-hmm. and then to hook up on a fish with the fly you caught or you tied man, right. that's where right. it's at it's yeah. powerful yeah that's cool and you got a few of those here that that uh, they've tied I, I thought uh, it's pretty cool how do they decide what colors they want to use or what you got any tips or tricks there that they're it's just what they like I guess so, yeah what, I mean, what matches the hatch they can be creative for sure you know and they I don't have it. There's even more, actually, than that. We lost, you know, we lose some, too, when we go out there. But, um, you know, and a lot of guys are like, oh, I want to use red or I want to use yeah. a certain color. Right. And that's fine, too. But, uh, obviously, you know, a black woolly bugger on the South Harpeth is going mm-hmm. to catch your fish all day long. So right. that and maybe some poppers we're going to start working on, too, uh, this month. Nice. So, But I they can do whatever they want to do. Well, you know, going around and seeing some of the places and seeing their artistic ability and their creativity and some of the art that they've done here, I, I could see them getting some 
pretty creative flies going. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. There's definitely some uh, psychedelic colored flies. And you never know. You never, never know. know. Yeah. Hey, you never know what's going to catch fish either. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. You know, who thought pink would catch stuff? You right. Know? So, it, yeah. but I mean, uh, to me, fly fishing is, uh, you know, some people like golf. Golf to me is a frustrating sport. And you just <laughs> it can be. In many, many ways. And, and fly fishing can be, but to me, being out in nature is, uh, has got that big plus. And oh, yeah. does, does that part of it um, fall into the, the, structure that you got does that does that mean something to these kids when they get out there absolutely and, and part of that is that obviously with you know a nine foot fly rod they're going to separate a little bit mm -hmm. and, and that um that stretch of the river that we have access to is great for that because it's a good you know probably 300 yard shot where i can you know still keep eyes on and make sure that everything's okay and they can really spread out and have their own personal experience uh with fly fishing so uh, I think they appreciate that because here they're always kind of with each other and that's great to build that community but also to find the balance and find some you know some solitude not necessarily right. isolation but right. some solitude to, to think things over right mm -hmm. and and there's nothing more <laughs> nothing to get you thinking more than having that n nine foot fly rod and line going out and when things aren't going right you're like man I, I can't get it right but when it does, mm -hmm. I mean, when it does come together for you and you start feeling it, and it is a feel, um, it, it really, uh, you have this sense of accomplishment. Mm -hmm. And uh, I'm guessing the kids, when they start getting it, they really, they really have that feel, don't they? Oh, absolutely. And, and to speak to, you know, walking that bank, and I found, I found that one uh, kid um, who was struggling. He was sitting there. He's all tangled up. He actually broke the tip off of fly rod, which is, a, you know, $3 fix. Not that big of a deal. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But he was, he was struggling. So I said, hey, why don't you do this? Let's go back to the van. I got another outfit out there. Let's grab that. And let's come back down. And I just sat and I worked with him for a minute. And in the video that we shared with you guys, that's him in, in, that, in that clip. Mm -hmm. And he, he caught a fish at that moment with me. Mm -hmm. And I was like, okay, I'm, I'm just going to leave you alone. And he caught three more that day. And he'd wow. been out six times yeah. without catching anything. So really learned what it takes to, to persevere, to kind of come out of that funk. And then let's, find, let's ask for help and let's find some solutions here. Mm -hmm. That's amazing to me. I, 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 I really do think outdoors is a great uh, uh, what do you call it? It, it, it equalizes you, it's, I guess is what I would therapy. say. Yeah, yeah. Therapy. there you go. Yeah. <laughs> um, you know, because it, it does, it, it grounds you and uh, helps you out. And I think more people need to be outdoors, mm -hmm. but that's my opinion. So. Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, but anyways. Um, I'm inclined to agree. <laughs> yeah, yeah it's, it, just walking out in the back, back porch and a cup of coffee and sitting there, it, it does something. Mm -hmm. You know, it's, it's just being outside. Uh, you know, I, before time runs out, I want to make sure people know how to, to learn more about you guys and, and find sure. you on your social media accounts, your website, whatever that may be, and, and how they can donate. So, yeah, you know, yeah. Dean, do you want to Absol cover some absolutely. of that? Absolutely. And, and just echo and some of what he said, we're, we're grateful for folks that supported this um, this program, specifically the fly fishing and our advisory committee and, and a, a guy named Kyle Williams who's mm -hmm. on our team who just went out there and found these connections with Fly South Trout Unlimited and, and, and getting connected with you guys. But uh, it's um, Arch Academy, uh, arch.org. Um, you can find our um, website and then also um, Facebook, Instagram, just mm -hmm. Arch Academy. And uh, 
yeah reach out to us and and we actually post some of the pics and and photos that we do or take on these um trips out there so it's amazing i, I think you know just giving kenny and 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 the the folks that go out there credit you know these guys get up at <laughs> complain about what six in the morning they leave here or something yeah, crazy up at five, yeah, so, at so they're not so <laughs> in, inclined to be motivated but uh, as soon as you see them step off that van after they've been no regrets yeah no regrets it's uh that meditation and therapeutic component of it is you know science behind it and and um we know that nature provides us with with chemicals that our brain needs and especially for this population it's it's literally life-saving mm. as kenny spoke to mm. yeah. well and i'm um, so those those social media accounts those links that'll be how you can you can find ways to donate or connect with you guys yeah for sure but also you know uh, if you buy a hat from our e-store, that's some of that money that you yeah. you're buying a hat with. There is going back into to these licenses for these kids, and nice. so that's another way to 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 support that. And yeah. uh, so, visit our e-store at shop.gooutdoorstennessee.com to to do that as well. And and there's multiple ways you can help. Uh, one thing that I thought was pretty cool is it's not just kids from Tennessee that come here. Talk about a little bit about how people come from all across yeah. the U.S. to yeah. for this. I mean, we've we've been fortunate to. Um, I mean, we have a national reputation. I would say the vast majority come from Middle Tennessee, about fifty percent. Okay. Um, but like one of the young, well, a couple of the young men you met this morning was yeah. from Atlanta. One was from North Carolina. Um, we we get them from, gosh, California. Usually the the East Coast, mm-hmm. um, Southeast. But yeah, uh, yeah I, I think um, you know just the. The tremendous work of the staff here and so forth has put us in the in the national realm of things, and and uh, we're we're fortunate. And and there are times when, um, yeah, it's yeah the kids uh, help us more than we help them. Mm-hmm. And so, and uh, I think I said something to you earlier. A lot of people go about their lives; they don't see any problems, yeah. but there are problems yeah. that need to be addressed yeah. with uh, youth with uh, yes. substance abuse with yes. depression I mean yes. you're see you see that every day Abso- absolutely I mean it's an epidemic you know I, I you, my hope is you know it's kind of you know if we get to the point where COVID takes a takes a back seat that <laughs> some of that same attention and funding and so mm-hmm. forth because we're losing so many young people um, the fentanyl crisis the mm-hmm. um, I mean these kids are dying and mm-hmm. and you know, I did a uh, focus group recently with uh, some individuals. I want to look at starting um, something to help young men. And uh, in that focus group, it was like connection. We don't have connection. We don't. We can't show up authentically anymore. And and due to social media and and so man, it's just um, we've got we've got to do more. They're brilliant kids. Mm-hmm. They're they're mm-hmm. the bright kids. I, they they uh, yeah they they keep us going. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, love it. Awesome. Yeah. Thank you. Awesome. Yeah, I, this is awesome. I'm, I'm excited to learn more about this and be able to share it with our audience and, and let more po- more people know about it. So, yeah. you know, there's like you said, there's people struggling out there, and this is uh, uh, nothing better than therapeutic, you know, outdoors. You Absolutely. Know? So, <laughs> especially, especially fly fishing. Yeah. Right? <laughs> yeah. Come on. Yeah. So uh, look these guys up and, and learn more about this. And if you, if you want to reach out to them, do so. Uh, they can help you. You help help your kids maybe or or you know find ways you can help out help them if you're looking for ways Absolutely. to donate i'm sure they we would appreciate it. it we welcome it thank you Absolutely. Awesome. thank you for reaching out to us and and having us 
be partners with you guys. And Absolutely. We're uh, very grateful. Yeah. yeah. Glad we could share this today. Barry, thank you for helping co-host. I was glad to be here. It's a great place. I, I'm glad I got to come out here and tour the, tour the property. And, uh, uh, you know, I mean, if you're helping kids, you're doing something right. So I thank appreciate you, you guys. Thank yeah. you. Appreciate you. All right. Well, if you want to support and help, find them on social media. Find them on our website. Give them a call. Uh, buy a hat. Help donate towards the, the funds to get these kids licenses and get them out there fishing. Uh, keep coming back to Tennessee Wildcast. We thank you for watching. Thank you for listening. And we'll see you next time. Thanks for tuning in. Stay connected with TWRA by visiting our website at tnwildlife.org. And follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Hey, it's all about Tennessee wildlife. It's what we do. Tennessee Wildcast will be on the air again next week. We'll see you then.